Well, hello everybody, it's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, I'm going to go straight to the scriptures today. We're going to read from Mark's Gospel, chapter 5. And we're going to read a, just a magnificent passage of scripture. There is so much in this. We could talk on it uh, for days. So, but let's start reading from uh, chapter 5, verse 24. And it says this. When Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a great crowd gathered around him and he was by the sea. Then one of the leaders of the synagogue named Jairus came and when he saw him fell at his feet and begged him repeatedly. My little daughter is at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her so that she may be made well and live. So he went with him and a large crowd followed him and pressed in on him. Now there was a woman who had been suffering from hemorrhages for 12 years. She had endured much under many physicians and had spent all that she had and she was no better, but rather, but rather grew worse. She had heard about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. For she said, if I but touch his clothes, I will be made well. Immediately a hemorrhage stopped and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. You need to keep reading down to verse 43, but it's long for us to be able to read in a daily devotional. But this is just a beautiful passage of scripture. Here is Jesus and Jairus, a synagogue official, comes to him and says, listen, my daughter is at the point of death. Would you come? And, and Jesus agrees to go with him. But just at that point in time, a woman who's been hemorrhaging for 12 years, she decides that she's going to have her moment with God. And this thought occurred to her, if I can just touch not Jesus even, but just the hem of the garment that's touching Jesus, I will be healed. These two people are equally desperate. The father's desperate for his daughter's life. The woman is desperate. And to understand her situation, when, when a woman was hemorrhaging, because of their ritual and purity rules, uh, when a woman was hemorrhaging or it was that time of the month, women were kept away because for fear that if anyone touched them, that that person would become ritually unclean. And if you were unclean, you couldn't trade, you couldn't go outside, you couldn't be with anybody, you couldn't go to the temple, uh, to, uh, to the synagogues to worship. And so, and so the women were kept away at that time and no one wanted to be next to them. So here's a woman who's been hemorrhaging for 12 years. She has been banished by society. No one wants her where she is. She's lived for all these years alone because no one wants to be next to her because if they touch her, they are themselves unclean and can no longer go into society. So the desperation in these two people is incredible. And Jairus has Jesus coming and Jesus is going to do something about it, he feels. And then this woman interrupts Jairus' story. Isn't it interesting how sometimes in our lives that, that when we, we're going in a great direction or things are going along well, often something occurs to interrupt the good that's occurring. It, it interrupts the direction we're going. A medical report that comes along that says, hey, listen, this is what's happened. You know, the loss of a job. Someone was just telling me how they lost their job recently. Uh, and that things interrupt. 
And so, and, and you can imagine whilst Jesus then turns aside, going with Jairus when the woman touched him and he knew that he'd been touched, that power had gone out from him because a certain kind of faith had touched him. And she turns to Jesus. Uh, Jesus says, who touched me? And he stops and he has a conversation with her. And Jairus is just standing on the side. And you can imagine him just pacing back and forth. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Come on. My daughter is at the point of death. And, and the thing that I have learned as I've reflected on this story greatly is, is, that, is that Jesus does turn up. He does heal the little girl. She does rise. That Jesus has enough time for all of us. That the disruptions along the way, we don't understand why God takes his time sometimes. We don't understand why God just doesn't instantly, instantly respond straight away. But we have to come to that point of trusting in God that the journey he has, the, the journey he has us on is a journey of faith. Where, where we lay our lives down and say, Lord, your will be done in me. The promise of the scriptures and the promise of God is that he will be with us. And so as we go through life's struggles and life's journeys, uh, as we go through the challenges of life and the joys of life, there's always interruptions, isn't there? Wouldn't it be just good as when you get things perfect and could just stay that way? But it doesn't. And the promise is that God is with us and he's working things out. He's working things out. Uh, and, and it might seem like a, yes, of course, that's true, Bruce. Why, you know, why would you say that? It, it's because of this, is that sometimes it's in that moment, in those moments of delay, in those moments of distraction, that, that we get to that place. We get to that place where we, we, we take our eyes off Jesus You've got to keep your eyes on Jesus no matter what you're going through, whether you're going through good times, whether you're going through not so good times. He's coming. Jesus is always coming to us. He's always going to meet our need. Why we go through the things we do, we don't know altogether. We can have all sorts of reasons. And so, and so in your prayer today, pray the prayer of trust. Lord, I trust you with my life. I thank you that you are with me where I'm at. Lord, I do thank you that you're with us where we're at. Lord, I do thank you that you're deep within our hearts, that you do not abandon us, Lord God, that, that you're not distracted by anybody else, Lord. Your focus is on us individually. Somehow you miraculously are able to keep it all together. Lord God, we just lay our lives before you and, we, and today we make a decision to walk in trust. We give you thanks. We give you praise. We give you glory and we give you honor because you're so good. Lord, thank you for the miracle stories we hear. This is such a rich and beautiful story. Lord God, come to us today and may your presence surround us wherever we are. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. You might have saw me lean down a couple of times. I have my, I have my, fo I have my phone in front of me and... Uh, it's very early in the morning here and I'm recording uh, before this goes out and uh, uh, my alarm went off twice. I said it earlier, but I'm way up, way before my alarm and I'm already here. 
at our ministry center. That's what I was doing. So I'm sorry if I distracted you. Hey, God bless you all, everybody. Have a wonderful day. And I look forward to seeing you next time. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you. God bless you.